If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Saturday kicks off Parkinson's Awareness Month. Nearly 100,000 Canadians live with Parkinson's and 30 people are diagnosed with Parkinson's every single day. In fact, the prevalence of Parkinson's disease has doubled in the past 25 years globally. Now, the disease is a progressive disorder that affects the nervous system and the parts of the body controlled by the nerves. Now, symptoms start slowly. The first symptom may be a barely noticeable tremor in just one hand. Tremors are common, but the disorder may also cause stiffness or slowing of movement as well. Much about Parkinson's disease, including what causes the disease, why it progresses, how to measure it, how to stop it, uh, are still unknown. Our next guest is the CEO of an Australian medical technology company which uses light therapies and devices to treat diseases that are chronic and difficult to cure. Dr. Wayne Markman is CEO of Symbix. Also joining us is Larry Gifford, who is the National Director of Talk Radio for Chorus Entertainment and host of the When Life Gives You Parkinson's podcast, which details his journey with the disease. Gentlemen, welcome. Uh, thanks, Thank Jazz. Yeah, I, I was really looking forward to this conversation uh, because I saw both of you yesterday in the studio here and uh, you were recording in a different uh, studio in regards to the podcast you did, yeah. Larry, and you had this contraption on your head. <laughs> it was glowing it was, red. You guys were talking, I could see you through the window and it was glowing and I thought, you know, i got to talk to these guys uh, because <laughs> it's really important work. So let me start with you first, uh, Wayne. Talk to me a little bit about this light therapy device. How did you come about with the idea and sort of how will it hopefully uh, help those that are dealing with Parkinson's? Well, firstly, thank you for having me. This is my first time in Vancouver and it's a, it's a fabulous city. I'm, I'm delighted to be here. Um, so light therapy is not new. The Nobel Prize in 1903 was won by a Danish doctor for treating tuberculosis and smallpox scars mm. with light. Oh, wow. Kids who have jaundice are treated with light. So let's just dispel that first myth. It's not new. What is new, however, is the application of light for Parkinson's. And it stems back about 10 years, Sydney University Medical School, a group of really smart neuroscientists gave mice Parkinson's. Uh, I won't tell you how, it's, it's kind of awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they treated the mice with light and they put the light on their abdomen and they found the right wavelength, which was infrared, uh, 904 nanometers. And the mice, uh, the mice they treated, their symptoms improved. Mm-hmm. Then they stopped treating, the symptoms came back. Then we ran some clinical trials uh, we got some great results. We applied for regulatory approvals around the world and we started treating humans. And it's having a terrific effect. Both motor and non-motor symptoms are improved. Um, we've just res- reported on a randomized control trial in Australia mm-hmm. on a helmet light device that we have. And there were uh, 70% of those receiving the active treatment. There was a control group, a sham group. 70% of those receiving the active treatment improved in five of the five motor symptoms that we measured which were walking, mm-hmm. balance, tremor, upper limb uh, coordination, and lower limb coordination. So it's very exciting. Look, those are small clinical trials, but they're randomized, they're placebo, um, they, they are statistically valid, but we now need to do more trials with more people. But we know the light is safe, 
and the efficacy is now starting to show through. And, and the testing has all been done in Australia. You're doing testing here now as well? Well, we are. So in addition to that clinical trial, we're actually running a clinical trial in, in Hamilton, Ontario. Hmm. A, a group of neuroscientists and physiotherapists are running a Canadian clinical trial using two of the Symbix devices. There's a helmet device, mm -hmm. which looks a little bit out of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. uh, Larry and I were playing around with that yesterday. Mm -hmm. And there's a handheld infrared laser uh, a device, which you can use at home, mm -hmm. which is really safe really easy to use and you apply to the gut and oh. by applying infrared light to the gut you can increase uh, dopamine production and improve someone's neurology upstairs so how long do you use that light for let's say on, on, your, on your stomach on the stomach three yeah. days a week with a day rest in between look it, it's a new well, area well, of medicine for three full days not three full days 20 minutes on each of those three days yes. mm. with a day rest in between. So the commitment is one hour per week. I, I thought you would hook me into something I was going to regret. <laughs> that, that, yeah, you got more than you bargained for. No, it's three days, uh, as, as I said, 20 minutes on each of those three days. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it, there, there are a couple of different things that it does. This is not magic. It's biochemistry. It's a new area of medicine taking advantage of the connection we have between our gut microbiome, mm -hmm. which are the billions of bacteria in the gut, and our neurological health. You can change a person's neurology by improving their gut microbiome. Hmm. So this light has application for Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, even depression and MS, multiple sclerosis. But we only have clinical trials in Parkinson's so far. Mm -hmm. uh, you had the, the device on your head yesterday. You used it. What did you feel? What did you? Well, what it's, was it's, like? It's a very light device. Not, pardon the pun, but yeah. it's, it, as far as weight is concerned, it's fairly comfortable, uh, and it, it's it, it, it felt like it was boiling my brain. No, it, it, <laughs> I didn't feel anything at all. I mean, really, it's just I, you just take it in, and you have to use it over the course of weeks and weeks. And what did you say, like th ten weeks in or something? Yeah. Like? Well, the 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 handheld laser, because it works on the tummy's biochemistry and changes the short chain fatty acids that are produced in your digestive tract, that requires about eight to ten weeks before you start seeing improvement. The helmet device is directly applied to the head. You get a, a result and, an, and a response typically in a couple of days to a week. You start to feel the difference. And what that helmet device does is it pulses light really quickly mm -hmm. at 40 hertz a second. So it simulates your brain's natural gamma. Gamma is one of the five brain waves we all have. I mean, I hate to break it to you guys. We're just a bunch of brain waves. Mm. We're electrical impulses. <laughs> that's all we are. Memories, personality, experiences, lived, electricity. The fastest one is gamma. If we can reinforce your gamma, we can increase your mental processing. Wow. We are speaking to Dr. Wayne Markman, CEO of Symbex, and Larry Gifford. He, of course, is National Director for Talk Radio for Chorus Entertainment, but he's also host of When Life Gives You Parkinson's podcast. We're talking about non-invasive uh, Parkinson's light, uh, light therapy. Uh, doctor, let me uh, touch a little bit on just the issue uh, of this light therapy. I mean, ultimately, this is not a cure. This is really about quality of life. It is. It's for symptomatic relief to improve quality of life and increase activities of daily living. So there's not much good news out there in Parkinson's land. 
So there is a, a drug that has been around for 70 years and it hasn't evolved in 70 years. And it's actually quite a toxic drug. So I think many people with Parkinson's would identify with this. Mm. Many of them take medications to counteract the effects of the Parkinson's medication because they feel sick or nauseous at, 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 at best. Um, then there's an extremely invasive, uh, and, and look, it's, it's had its place. It was an, an amazing revolutionary idea, deep brain stimulation, which is invasive brain surgery. What we're saying now is there is another modality mm-hmm. which is not invasive, drug-free, painless. Give it a try before the surgery. Mm-hmm. And we're not also advocating anyone stops their medications, although that has been the result of many of our patients or customers using the light therapy. But that is a conversation you need to have with a prescribing physician. Do not change anything. Do not change your meds. Go and speak to your doctor. But mm-hmm. you, this is complimentary. You can add it to the medications. I should call my wife. I threw all my meds away. <laughs> well, you heard me here, Larry. I said, don't do that. <laughs> exactly. Doctor, I find it interesting that you know, we were talking about your gut, but it's, it, this is about nerves and your brain. But you've been talking about the best way to treat some of that is just to the gut. Well, it's, it's actually about neurotransmitters in the brain called dopamine. And Parkinson's is, is essentially early death of those producing dopamine centers in the brain. Mm-hmm. Now, why the gut? It's because many forms of Parkinson's beginning in the gut. The very alpha-synuclein or those clumps of protein that end up destroying the dopamine centers in the brain Mm -hmm. are actually found in the gut of someone with Parkinson's. So the latest theory is that those chemicals travel up to the brain via the vagus nerve, which is the only nerve that connects your brain to your gut, hence the gut-brain axis. Mm -hmm. So we know we can change neurology in the brain or brain health by treating the gut. It's actually a metabolic condition not a neurodegenerative condition. That's interesting. Have you ever had uh, like a feeling in your gut? Yes. That's, that's your gut talking to your brain. Yeah. Right? Okay. That, that makes that sense. sense. Yeah. Now, Larry, when were you first diagnosed with Parkinson's? Uh, 2017. So six years ago. How old were you at that 45. time? 45. That's young, isn't it, for Parkinson's yeah, diagnosis? Anything under 70 is young for Parkinson's. Uh, there's about 10% of diagnosis are, are under the age of 70. That's got it. That is life altering. How has it been since then in regards to dealing with a that diagnosis on that day? You have your health. You have the family dynamic. You have a job. Yeah. How do you balance all of that? Just walk me through what the last few years have been for you. Like. Well, so the pandemic actually was also a big issue too. But mm-hmm. it, I, I discovered that working from home allowed me not to have to experience the anxiety that I often get when I'm commuting downtown to the busy downtown area on a bus or whatever. So now I can work mainly from home, which, which allows me uh, more on time. You have on times and off times with Parkinson's and it, but I'm like, I, I've, I've seen declines and I've seen this disease progress. It's, it affects my speech, especially towards the end of the day. It, it affects the way I feel the, my guts all screwed up. My, you know, I've got, bladder issues I've got, but you know it's it's part of the disease you know it, it's you're constantly trying to to control the symptoms and, and and react to what's bothering you the most that day or that week 
you've mentioned that, you know, even coming to work downtown, it's a busy place, sounds, everything, people all around you. Like, What goes through your mind the few times that you do come downtown and you have to come downtown for work? What, what, what are you going through? You know, it's I never had been an anxious person before, uh, but you, you actually, it's, it's almost stops you in your tracks because you feel like you're going to get hit by something or because my peripheral vision's off. So like, even if I'm in the car with my wife, I feel like we're going to get hit every time she makes a turn. She's a great driver. So I'm not banging on her. It's, it's, it's really just sitting in the front seat of a car is frightening for me. Larry, we, we actually don't know why, but Parkinson's impairs someone's stress response. So your adrenal system is not functioning optimally with Parkinson's. So people with Parkinson's have a disproportionately high level of cortisol, which is the stress hormone in there flowing through their body all the time. So that's one issue. And the other issue is it's a mitochondrial disease. And I don't know if we've heard that much here in Canada, but mitochondria is, is sort of this new flavor of the month in medical terms. It's a mitochondrial disease, which means the p- part of your cell that's effectively the battery is always running low. The mitochondria doesn't produce enough energy, so people with Parkinson's are always sapped of energy. Do you need to take a nap? At oh, yeah, every day. Every day I take a nap, sometimes somewhere between 12 and 2. 12 and 2. Yeah. And that gets you through the rest of the day after that. Yeah, and that, that, then I'll be okay. But uh, like, I may only get 3 to 5 hours of sleep at night. Really? Yeah. And because and, and you're just anxious or is it no, difficult it, it, to sleep? It's hard to go to sleep. It's hard to stay asleep. You know, it's, it's a, I, I act out my dreams at night, so I have to sleep in a separate bed for my wife because otherwise I could injure her because I, I'll, I'll be fighting somebody in my dream and I'll be punching the air. And mm-hmm. That's a common symptom of, of yeah. Parkinson's. I mean, the one thing you're saying that really resonates with me, I just want to clarify for everyone, it's a very multifactorial disease. Everyone's Parkinson presents differently which is one of the reasons why we are so frustrated at not having a cure. It is very hard to treat a moving target. It's hard to treat a, It's hard to find a cure of a disease where you, when you don't know where it comes from. Or, or how it manifests right. or how it presents itself. And the other thing you're saying that really resonates with me is that you need a multi-pronged approach to decreasing symptoms and improving quality of life. It's not medication, it's not DBS, it's not light therapy, it's not exercise, it's not meditation, it's all of the above. Mm -hmm. That's the current best practice, multi-pronged approach. We've got about a minute left, uh, Doctor. Uh, Testing is occurring now here in Canada. When can we, if everything worked out, works out, when can we see more this on the market potentially? Well, um, we already have the helmet device on the market and okay. we're talking to Health Canada about the laser device. Contact Symbix, we'll give you good advice on where to go to find local devices if, if they're not available here. And um, you can also go to pdavengers.com and I'll, there's a picture of Symbix right there. You can just punch it up and it'll... Yeah, PD Avengers is easier to spell. Go there instead of Symbix. <laughs> the other thing is we will be presenting the results of this trial at World Parkinson's Congress and Larry's a delegate at that Congress coming up in Barcelona in July. So it's going to be a very exciting Congress. We'll, we'll have brand new trial results there. Dr. Markman, Larry Gifford, thank you so much. Thanks, Jazz. Enjoy Thanks, the Jazz. Convers- I really Great enjoyed to be with this you. conversation. Thank you, conversation. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.